Welcome to the Dear Romance Podcast, where we're going to be chatting through all things weddings and planning and organizing your dream wedding day. My name is Amy and my aim and mission is to create a stress-free guide for you to plan your dream day so you can experience the fun, joy and excitement of wedding planning. I promise you, wedding planning is super fun and enjoyable, but I know it can get stressful really fast. I'm here to help you avoid the overwhelm and the stress. Thank you so much for having me in your ears. I'm so grateful that you're here. It's going to be so much fun, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Dear Romance podcast. Um, As you can probably tell, there is a wee bit of sickness in my life at the moment. There wasn't a podcast episode last week because, yeah, the whole family was sick. We all went down, um, most notably a sick toddler. I We weren't sleeping, et cetera, et cetera. So I just flagged recording because it was too hard. Um, and then I was hoping that we would all be better and I would record over the weekend when I went to Melbourne and had some free time because I went to Melbourne solo, which was bloody lovely, let me tell you. How amazing is a sleepover when you've got no child with you? Um, but then, as I do... Um, I got laryngitis. So if you're a long time listener or follower, you'll know that um, when I get sick, which is obviously quite often with the daycare bugs, when I get better, I then get laryngitis. So I fully lose my voice at the end of it all. This is probably the second or third time this year I've had it, which is really annoying. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for my voice to get better. And this is the best it's going to get before a Wednesday release. So we're just sucking it up. We're just recording. It might sound gross and yuck and sore and all of that, but actually it doesn't bother me. It just sounds funny. So there might be some different pictures and stuff going on in this episode, but um, yeah, that's me. So enjoy the Husky. Apologies in advance if you hate it. Uh, Maybe just don't listen to this episode and you can tune in next week. Um, for that next episode. So yes, welcome back. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about red flags. So red flags, most specifically when you are looking or researching for vendors, so vendor red flags, and the the sort of things that you need to be on the lookout for um, when you are doing your research. And obviously, apart from listening to your gut, I'm a big believer in intuition and listening to your gut and following your intuition as I said and just listening to that gut feel that you have. I live my life by my gut feel, my intuition and it's a huge recommendation that I um, give to my couples when I tell them that if something doesn't feel right then there's obviously a reason for that and then to honor that or do some digging or whatever. So these are some of the red flags that may pop up when you're researching vendors that may not sit right with you um, and that I just want to talk about today because if this is happening for you, then you need to reconsider the vendor that you are researching. So you may be on the lookout for a vendor that's you know going to be cheap in price because you don't have a big budget or something like that, and you overlook these red flags. And so, yes, while we all want to get the best price for us, the best price for the service that we want ignoring these red flags, ignoring your gut feel, ignoring your intuition to take advantage of this cheap price or this better price of something than say another vendor would be is yeah something that I just don't recommend. Like just because it's cheaper doesn't mean it's always better. So yeah, we're going to jump it right into these red flags. So obviously vendors, they're going to make or break your wedding. And like I said, cheaper isn't always better. Yes, in some instances, some of the 
cheaper quotes that you get back or the better pricing that you get back from certain vendors are going to be the best fit for you and that's totally okay but these this 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 is the thing that I just want you to think about is that just because it's a cheap price doesn't mean you're going to get the best service or the service that you deserve in the majority of cases a cheaper price means a less how do I put it means a shittier service or a less quality service as such So good vendors are going to know how to support you, support you as a couple as you prepare for your big wedding day, your your perfect wedding day. They're going to listen to your needs and they're going to work tirelessly to bring you your dream wedding day and also help minimize your stress in the process and in the planning stages. The vendors that you don't want to work with, these are the ones that are going to multiply your stress levels. These are the ones that the red flags are there, you're just going to get more and more stressed out and it's honestly going to make your wedding planning process and your wedding planning journey that much more stressful and overwhelming for you. So these are some of the red flags that you've got to pay attention to when you're dealing with vendors or researching them. Um, They're going to help you stay clear from these vendors that you don't want to work with and make sure that you find your perfect wedding dream team. Uh, number one would be a sketchy online presence. So if you are come across a, a vendor that is recommended in a Facebook group or recommended through someone else or something like that, and you go to look for their website and they don't have a website, big red flag, unless they're brand new and they're on Instagram all the time or they're on Facebook all the time and they're saying, yep, we're building a website and it's coming, et cetera, et cetera. I would say that having a website is probably one of the biggest red flags that you could have or a website that is full of spelling mistakes, full of errors, or I've come across once in an instance, another wedding vendor that was recommended to me for a client. They had obviously used a template for their website and like on the homepage was all this vendor's information, but then on nine out of 10 extra pages or the rest of the pages that were in the back end of the website, it was details for someone completely random, like a completely I think it was even a different type of business. It wasn't even a wedding business. So if they have, yeah, like no website or a sketchy website or they haven't, say, posted on Instagram or Facebook in a while, like I know that's not an excuse. You'll find uh, a lot of maybe like vendors don't always have the time necessarily to post on Instagram because it is a a big job and I understand that. But if their last post was from like two years ago and, you know, they haven't posted stories for a while or they haven't, Uh, showing up or you haven't seen them or they take a while to get back to your requests or your inquiries then I would say this is a bit of a red flag in my books you also another thing would also be to look at uh, their reviews now look I'm not saying that they have to have reviews or or whatever um, obviously newer businesses may not have the the like vast collection of testimonials or reviews or anything that a lot of older businesses have so obviously use your intuition and your gut with that in that situation but reviews are going to help you determine whether the vendor is legit and uh, if they are good at what they do and they help that couple or that a couple has written in and said they had an amazing day because so and so did x y and z and and it was the best and they took all the stress away Uh, so that's a great way to find out also if a vendor is legit essentially if they're well recommended another red flag would be their lack of knowledge so I understand this one can quite can kind of be a hard one because being a couple that is planning your wedding, you obviously don't know industry norm or industry knowledge and so you may not know what they say 
is good or not, I guess that's why you consult vendors. That's why you consult the professionals. You want to find out what the best process is or anything like that. I guess the, the big thing with the lack of knowledge would be to ask lots and lots of questions to determine their experience, find out how many weddings they've done, find out um, what they were doing before this, if they are new, and again, go with your gut about this. If you feel that their lack of experience or their lack of knowledge is something that's not going to fit, that doesn't feel right to you, then I would say look elsewhere. Also, another red flag would be, another red flag would be if a vendor comes to you and says, don't worry, we don't need a contract or one contract that's like 20 pages long, any contract, any terms and conditions that you get from a vendor, you need to read thoroughly and know your place, know where you stand with all of that. And then from there, write down any questions that you may have of that vendor and um, give them a chance to clarify your questions or clarify what you're needing to know because you don't want to be blindsided by unexpected charges or unexpected um, situations that may arise if something does go wrong. Another big red flag would be if they have no contract at all and they say you don't need they don't need to, to um, you don't need to sign a contract with them because it's fine they've got your booking and it's all hunky dory that definitely to me is a huge huge red flag you should have contracts and terms and conditions with every single vendor that you book for your wedding day because if you don't have a contract and something goes wrong you legally have no protection like you you don't have a leg to stand on with anything so also having a contract in place means that if certain things change if you happen to book a vendor you know 18 months to two years before your actual wedding date and they increase their prices or they change something or whatever legally if you've signed a contract they have to honor your agreement at the time that you've signed it so you know it could be in the case of say a venue puts their prices up for uh, meals packages or something like that technically if you've signed that contract already they can't come to you and say oh our prices are now this you have to pay the new prices because you signed the contract back when the prices were a certain amount they have to honor that certain amount um, so that's another big thing always 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 have a contract if you take one thing away from this episode today it's have a contract or those terms and conditions signed and in placed with a vendor if you are, another red flag would be if you feel like the vendor is just trying to make a sale, they're just trying to make money from you, that's a big red flag. Are they actually listening to you? Are they listening to what you want or are they pretending to listen and then trying to force their own views or their own um, feelings about weddings or something on you? Uh, if a vendor truly wants to meet your needs and help you, they will hear you out and they will only offer you their service if they believe they can add value to your day. Obviously be open if they have suggestions about certain things that you may not have considered or that you're not aware of in terms of your wedding or what they're offering depending on the vendor. But there are vendors out there that are just looking to make a quick buck. They're just looking to make money and they basically just want your sale. It's not about you as a couple. It's not about working with their favorite clients or their favorite types of clients. It's them just trying to bank those dollars and that is a massive red flag. So you definitely don't want to be dealing with the vendors, those types of vendors. Another red flag would be their reputation. Now, wedding industry, the wedding industry is very tight-knit. We know of each other. We know who each other are, especially here in Perth. And if you know of someone who has had a bad dealing or a bad experience with someone, or if you have heard certain whisperings or something of vendors before, um, you should very you should approach with caution. You should be very, very wary. Again, this is when it comes back to reading your reviews. Obviously, a lot 
of in most the majority of vendors that I've ever dealt with have been amazing. They have great reviews on their website. They've got great reviews on their Instagram. They've got video testimonials and other testimonials and all of that. But if you are seeing a lot of feedback on wherever you're looking on um, Facebook groups can be a good one for this. But also I would say be cautious of Facebook groups because there's a lot out there. There's a lot of, I find with Facebook groups, you get a lot of recommendations for all different vendors and uh, that can be very overwhelming to sift through. But yeah, my biggest my biggest advice with this one would be yeah, do your research, read lots of reviews, get a clear picture of how the vendor operates. Um, obviously, if there's one bad review, take it with a grain of salt because um, sometimes a bad review is written from a couple who are maybe not pleased or not happy with the experience, but that's not through the vendor's fault, if that makes sense. You know, like the couple might have thought they were getting something else, but the vendor has put their boundaries in place or something like that. Um, so one, don't just like write off a vendor if there's only if there's one bad review, take it with a grain of salt. But do your research, read the reviews, and just be very wary if you have heard whispers or heard of people who have had bad dealings with them before. As I said earlier, if a business is brand new and they don't have a lot of reviews or they're working weddings and they're still waiting on their reviews to come through, you can definitely still ask to see their portfolio or gallery of any events or ask them to give specific examples of events they have run at venues they have worked at or something like that or other vendors that they may have worked with and you could possibly approach those vendors to see how well or how easy it was to work with them. That's another way to, to get those testimonials or to get those to do your research um, and find out reputations without actually seeing those testimonials or reviews that they don't have yet. Um, So just because a business is new and doesn't have reviews doesn't mean they're a bad fit for you. So again, just do your research. Another red flag for me or another red flag to watch out for would be if a vendor is asking you to make a full payment upfront before your event. Um, This is definitely not standard. Generally, we will take a deposit and then we'll either have a payment plan in place with two more payments after that or one more payment depending on how long it is between you booking us as vendors and then your wedding date. Um, But yeah, we would never ask for a full payment up front, especially in terms of say like planning. Planning packages generally run into the thousands, which is obviously quite a lot of money up front. It would be a big lump sum. So if there's anyone that is asking you for a full payment like that, then I would definitely be wary about why they're asking you for that full payment and um, why they're not just charging you a deposit. Obviously, a deposit means uh, is generally a non-refundable deposit. If you've listened to a previous podcast episode, I've talked about deposits and, and why we do it and why we charge it. It is to protect ourselves in the event of cancellations. Um, it is helping us lock in your date so we don't book anyone else. It is... Um, just making sure that yeah you're not having to pay up front. We don't need a full upfront charge um, to begin with because we know things can change in the lead up to the wedding. Guests can pull out. You want to add or remove certain features depending on the um, vendor that you've booked. And so the full amount that you're going to end up paying a vendor is going to reflect obviously any changes or anything like that that's going to happen. Um, and most of these changes or these elements can only be finalized closer to your wedding day. So yes, if a vendor is asking you for a full payment upfront, red flag from me. Another red flag for me would be if you feel like something is too good to be true. So there's always going to be someone that is going to do, is going to provide the service that you're after cheaper. There is always 
going to be cheaper packages. There is always going to be cheaper vendors. But like I said earlier, at what cost? You get what you pay for and cheaper is not always better. There's always going to be another vendor that comes in way less than others or others that, or a vendor that's going to tell you they'll beat anyone else's costs or anyone else's quotes. But for you in your gut, if you feel like the deal seems too good to be true, then it probably is. They might be able to provide the cheapest product or the cheapest venue, uh, venue, sorry, the cheapest service, sorry. But that again doesn't mean that the quality of service is going to be as high as if you were going to book another one of those vendors that maybe isn't going to come in at the cheapest, but you know is going to provide that quality service and be part of that wedding, your wedding dream team. Uh, Your wedding day is obviously a huge investment, so don't gamble on the cheaper option if you feel like it's too good to be true. Don't gamble with cheap. As I said earlier, as I've been saying all along, cheaper is not better. And the final red flag for me, we talked about intuition, we talked about gut feel. If you are getting bad vibes, if you are getting um, pit in your stomach, something doesn't feel right vibes, trust your gut. If something seems off, then it probably is. And I'm such a big, big believer in listening to that voice, either in your head, in your gut, wherever that voice in your body sits. If you feel like you're getting bad vibes from a vendor or bad, bad vibes from a situation, you need to try and ask the most important questions to see if their answers will relieve any of your uncertainty. Ask and ask and ask again. Keep asking until either that gut feel goes away and you feel relieved or till it finally smacks you in the face and you realize actually this bad vibe is on par. This is how I'm feeling and we're just not going to go with that vendor. You do not have to feel obligated to continue to work or to work with any vendor that gives off these vibes for you. You don't need that in the lead up to your event. Sorry, you don't need that in the lead up to your wedding. It's going to cause you unnecessary stress. It's going to make you feel overwhelmed, frustrated, confused, all of the above. And that is not something we want as part of your wedding planning, as part of your wedding day. You do not want to be stressed. We want you to feel calm. We want you to feel confident. And we want you to feel as relaxed as you can be in the lead up to one of the biggest days of your life. There are so, so many vendors out there in Australia, in Perth, worldwide, wherever you are listening from, there are so many amazing, amazing vendors out there. They're going to really care about your day. They want to make it as hassle-free as possible. They want to make it as stress-free as possible. And all we want to do is make your planning enjoyable. We want to make your wedding day the best day ever. And we want to make sure that you don't have to worry about a thing because you've got a dream team in your corner. I have worked with some amazing, amazing vendors. I know a lot of other amazing, amazing vendors that I have not worked for, I have not worked with, sorry, before, that I would obviously love to work with. And so if you ever needed recommendations or you were ever after something like that, I am always happy to recommend or share uh, with you certain vendors that I love working with that I think are amazing and that I would highly recommend. If you jump onto my Instagram, you will see I'm always chatting with other vendors. I'm always Talking about other vendors, I'm always sharing stuff from them. We're always hyping each other up. We're always commenting on each other's content because we know who those great vendors are. We know who those worthwhile vendors are. Um, So yes, if you're ever in need of a vendor recommendation or in Perth, slide into my DMs and I will be happy to try and help you out. My biggest piece of advice with this is do your research, go with your gut, listen to your intuition and watch out for those red flags. Now, if this, these red flags are tripping you up and you are questioning your gut, you're questioning your intuition or something like that, this is something that we are going to cover or that we do cover in the planning 
plan your wedding with confidence and ease membership. Um, the modules aren't quite up yet, but I am in the process of filming them. I'm in the film process of writing them but we have our fortnightly group calls that we can chat through everything personalized for your wedding day so if you're wanting some extra help you're wanting some extra guidance you're wondering how the hell am I going to plan my wedding day how the hell am I going to do it I don't want a wedding planner I want to keep control I want to keep all of this I want to do the planning myself but I know I need extra guidance I know I need extra help join the membership currently you can get three months for $45 it's $49 a month usually Three months of $45 is literally less than 50 cents a day. It's like a 50, I was going to say it's a 50 cent lolly bag. If you're from New Zealand, you would know from the corner dairy, that's what we used to buy, 50 cent lollies. 50 cents a day, it is so, so cheap at that introductory price of three months of $45. If you are interested, jump in the show notes below. There's a link to the program, takes you through everything that we go through and you can sign up there then. You can pay for your three months or you can even join for six or 12 months as well. I would be happy to help you out. I would love you to join the program. I would love you to come and join us and let's plan your wedding together and I'm going to help you feel confident and calm and relaxed and at ease about planning your wedding day. No more stress, no more confusion, no more frustration, no, no more overwhelm. That's it from me this week. I'll be back. I'll be back in your ears next week with a brand new spanking episode. Hope you're having a great day. Hopefully there's no laryngitis next week. I'll catch you then. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Dear Romance Podcast. If you love this episode, hit subscribe so you know when our next episode drops. Or let's connect over on Insta. You'll find me at at underscore Dear Romance. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and tag me in it. If you do have any wedding planning questions you'd love answered, send them through to me on Insta or click the link in the show notes below. Or join my Facebook group. You can ask your questions in there and we'll chat through all things weddings and planning after new episodes drop each week. Search for the Dear Romance Weddings group on Facebook now. The link is also below in the show notes. I'm so excited to have you here and be in your ears to help you plan the wedding of your dreams without the stress and overwhelm. I can't wait to chat with you really soon. See you next time.